Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Boker Tov, happy Tuesday and happy Thanksgiving. Wow, it, it look at that. Can you believe it's already time for Thanksgiving? No. Uh, Still. Well, oh, wait, hold on. Time out. What are you going to do about Thanksgiving? What do you eat on Thanksgiving? <laughs> I never thought well, about that. <laughs> okay. So this year, we're <laughs> man, you put me on the spot. I, this year we're having fish, right? So more closely in line with the actual first Thanksgiving. Oh, oh excuse me, Mr. Pristine. <laughs> you want to can't see, but I dropped that? the mic. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's true. I just felt like that was true. Well, <laughs> oh, I was thinking, man, Jesse. So I what mean, did they have? I feel like out. they had more deer, fish, lobster, and stuff like that at the first maybe, Thanksgiving. Maybe true. Well, I feel like it is. I'm going in don't on some me. ham. Don't quote me. I'm going in on some of that pineapple glazed ham from Janice. You know, so you know who's going to miss the ham, Ellie J. Oh, Every yeah. time we pass the lunch meat, Daddy. I miss ham. Uh, is oh, it Coco or her that says I miss bacon? That's Ellie. Oh, it's Ellie? Okay. Chloe doesn't remember not eating meat. I miss or, bacon, Daddy. She doesn't remember eating meat. Yeah. I miss the bacon. She's well, like, Daddy, I love bacon. Yeah, that's I love. Yep, that's Ellie. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, good luck on Thanksgiving. Yes. But we have a special episode here today. So we talked about Tuesday um, of last week that we're doing kind of some bring on friends, uh, and giving you an opportunity to hear from some stories and some people that have impacted our lives. Last week was Jesse Holmes, the brethren, the brother, uh, the blood brother of Jesse Holmes and his yes. ministry, Augusta university, BCM. And today we have Miss Jamie Milford. And so, uh, yeah, look at that. Johnny on the spot. You I remembered. Uh, I remember this time. I always forget. But Jesse, if you Holmes, if you didn't get that, that was my fault. Blame him. You can blame me. Yeah. And so I'm actually, I'm not going to be doing much talking on this episode. I'm just going to actually be listening uh, because I don't know a lot about the Milfords. I don't, but they have a phenomenal story. I do know that. And we were talking about prior as we were eating that delicious donut. Yeah. She brought gifts. Bel Air Coffee Corner. Uh, I've never heard of this place. And so you know what's happening? You're going. I'm going. I'm going. I just want to say. You guys got coffee, but you can tell Jamie really listens because she brought me a water. Brought a water? And what else did you get? Cereal. <laughs> Jesse and I love That's like right. dry cereal. cereal? Dry? Not dry. No, just With cereal milk, in general. But just cereal like, in I general. Can, I can eat cereal for breakfast, lunch, dinner, Never and then a this. snack at nighttime. That's, look, I can't keep cereal in the house for more than like three days. That sounds like me in college. And but, I even take that cereal mm-hmm. and crunch it up like granola. On my yogurt. There you go. So it serves two purposes. Do y'all eat old people cereal or like kid cereal? Well, I mean, what would you call it? That's checks. Like Frosted Flakes, that, old people cereal. Raisin Bran, old people cereal. If Frosted, Frosted Flakes, Flakes is, is old people, people cereal, then uh, yeah. Oh, no, dude, I eat... Lucky Charms, I Cocoa eat, Puffs, um, Reese Pieces. D- no. Oh, Cocoa Puffs, yeah. Okay. Do you know who you're talking to? No, I don't eat that stuff. Now, would I? Yes. Is it allowed in my house? No. <laughs> That's Dude. why I snuck that in. Captain Crunch. Oops. All berries. Captain I used Crunch. to walk with a box to the They'll cafeteria. shred your mouth. So Ryan's favorite Man. is Captain Crunch, but no. peanut butter. Have you tried the Oops All Berries? Ryan, have you tried the Oops All Berries? He will not budge. Dude, I'm telling you. I, so at the sidebar before we get into this, because... <laughs> This is really good. It's important. At, at North Green, my kids at North Greenville, well, actually, most of them probably don't know this because they graduated, but those first two years at North Greenville were awful for me, like food-wise. Mm. Um, I'm picky, as you know, yeah. and you, yes, you know. 
Um, I'm very picky. And so for breakfast, there would be times I would take my own cereal, my box of Oops All Berries to the cafeteria and eat it out of one of their bowls and get their milk for free. Like I hated what they offered all the old people's cereal. So I'm like, I'm bringing my Cap'n Crunch. Old people's cereal. Yeah. So anyways, before they roast me anymore about my pickiness, Jamie Milford is in the house today. I would say you and brother David Nowling are like our two super fans. Yes. <laughs> and both of y'all are going to be on for the series. Brother David's in like a week and a half. Yeah. And so y'all are like our super fans, which is amazing. So I'm excited about this. Um, but you're going to pretty much share a little bit about your family story and more specifically, I guess, your daughter. Okay. Um, and I'm excited about that. Jesse's actually going to try to lead most of this for me because y'all are family friends. Yes. And y'all have known each other for how long? Quite some time? For a few yeah, years. A few years. Yeah. Did you I mean, know? I think I knew Jesse, obviously. Right. No, uh, it wasn't until we were connected through Sunday school. Okay. Yeah. Shout out. Okay. Go to Sunday school. Yeah. yeah there you go. There's a plug. Um, <laughs> You're welcome, Malone. But you and Ryan weren't in youth together. No. No, Ryan is. I he's yeah, y'all just shared his age. And see, I I just assumed, well, he's Malone and Jesse's age. No. no. Ryan's got. Hey, brother Ryan. Um, I know we don't talk a lot, but I'm going to talk through your ears real quick. Bring back the long hair. Your hair is phenomenal. <laughs> I envied your hair as I used to shred the guitar on Sunday mornings. I would look up and see that hair and be like, I want it. So that's all I know about Ryan is his hair is beautiful. But that won't make him uncomfortable. That, Good. I think that's why part of the reason why he was like, should I cut it? I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> your curls are more beautiful than mine. And that's not right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I love it. But um, it's like you can't outshine me. Glamour. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesse, I'm gonna let you kind of take over. How do you want to go about this? It's a powerful story, yeah. so I would like to. I'd say just start from the get go. Let's just start hear the whole the thing, beginning. and we're just gonna enjoy. And for all of our listeners, here's an opportunity for you to hear the power of God through someone else's testimony. Yes. Yeah. So all right. So the beginning it starts, you know, at a, the happiest place on earth. Oh yeah. That's another similarity we share with the Moors. Are y'all Disney? We super love Disney. Moors Disney super Come on, fans. Man. It's, I'm not really sure how they do it, but they put a bubble in the middle of Florida yeah. and said, "Come here and be happy," and everything disappears. So we were there, spring break, 2017, okay. having fun with uh, Mike and Sue Milford. You know, because we liked yes, the OG Milford. OG Milford. <laughs> uh, and. Um, <laughs> Honestly, this is, you know, part of God's provision over Reagan's whole entire life at this point. It literally started from the beginning because she had no signs of cancer except for the motherly intuition of the G-Ma's, mm. Joe-Ma and Grandma okay. that had hinted around. And my dad, I should, give, I should give a shout out to my dad because he's a first responder and a retired Richmond County firefighter. He had mentioned that Reagan's spine, you know, hey, her next appointment just mentioned she shifted and i'm like mm. i don't even wow. know what that means how but, old okay. was she at this trip at, at that oh at this particular trip yeah. 20 months old then it was i think the next person that made the comment and they probably made the comment at the same time just you know however long ago it was and kind of nonchalantly just thinking about it the grandmas said why can't we keep any shirts down past her her stomach like mm. and i'm like the girl loves milk I mean, like, what? I mean, she has a milk belly. I mean, dairy bloats. And so there you go. I mean, so I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. And so 2017, we're on spring break. 
and we stopped for lunch and I'll never forget exactly where we are. We take a picture there almost kind of every trip because it's kind of like, man, this spot right here, you know, was where God opened the eyes, thankfully, to Ryan Mm. because he's the one that said, you know, hey, can you, like, look at her stomach because she was laid in her stroller asleep and, you know, like when she stretched out and so, like, literally her whole entire body was flat yeah, and stretched out and... I'm like, I don't, I don't see what you're talking about. Whatever it is, it must be the lighting. And he said, no, you need to, you need to touch right here. And so I did. And as soon as I like went down for it, it was hard as a rock. Oh, wow. Well, that couple days before that, she'd broken out with a rash. And so I'm like, son, she probably has sensitive uh, skin because we put sunscreen on her. And I'm all, I'm kind of like Allison, like, yes. You must use the natural thing. Yes. Like, so um, yes. I'm like, I don't even know what was in that to have broken her out, you know, from that. I mean, maybe you could get a rash from the sun. Maybe she's just completely sensitive to all that. So putting two to get two together, when, she, when we touched that, and I'm like, oh, like, I wonder if she has a gluten disorder. Like, hmm. bloated stomach. Yeah. Rash, Start thinking of everything. like she's eating. We're in Disney World. She eats everything under the sun. Like uh, there's no control, none, yeah. none. Mm-hmm. It, you lose it there. And so, <laughs> like, true. I'm like, oh my gosh. So of course, what do you do? Web.com or WebMD. Google. Doctor Google. So that's what we did. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let's just call Doctor Capis. Mm. Mm, let's just tell him. Like let him figure it out because everything that I read was like not adding up it wasn't like it wasn't consistent Mm -hmm. in what it was giving me and then you know my dad was kind of in the back of my head like that was really you know yeah what he knows as a first responder i'm like that was really hard yeah like it didn't even budge that just didn't feel right you know then that motherly instinct starts kicking in yeah kind of like the two grandmas that were trying to be like why can't we keep yeah a two t-shirt down on her stomach yeah Yeah, everything was like you know in the movies when it's like yeah everything's coming back to you oh yeah that's when it happened i had this multiple times and throughout this whole journey and it still continues like (gasps) like you have a new thing every time so we called dr capis and dr capis does what i don't know do you remember joe capis oh man yes where i live currently he used to live like two houses up and there's an suv that used to be there so it's still down in the woods just shout out to you bro come get your suv (laughs) yeah did not know that yeah not a lot of people do i'll I'll tell him next time Unfortunately, your, I do. Your SUV is still I'll in the woods. Tell him when I see him next It's time. down there. I ride my ATV down there. I see it. I'm like, what is this doing here? That's but funny. anyways, yeah. So I we, called, we called Dr. Kappas, and he was like, when he, where are you guys? And I'm like, we're in Disney. We're on vacation. He's like, oh, okay. Well, um, mm, when do you come home? And we're like. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we're like, um, f- Friday. He's like, okay, well, we'll see you Monday. Enjoy your vacation. Oh, man. You can we'll just s- tell. We'll see you Monday. And I think it was Ryan that talked to him, but that was kind of the gist of the conversation. Yeah. It just puts me on stress. I know. And so we came home Friday. We had the whole weekend. I mean, honestly, I don't remember feeling like what's going to happen. Right. I, I don't remember feeling like that. By the way, while we were in Disney World, I had taken a new job, accepted an offer to a new job that Monday prior to Ryan making the discovery. So I had to go in and I was already 
kind of stressing the whole week because I really liked my boss. Yeah. If if some people don't know this, but I worked for Georgia Bank and Trust for like a long time. GBNT. Um, and I was like going to assume, I was the successor to my boss, and so my life that was kind of my life. Mm-hmm. Like what I do for my career yeah. is kind of like not something you just switch every day. So you know, I had like committed. Right. Yeah. I knew my path. I knew where I was going for my career and stuff like that. So, uh, GBNT sold. Oh yeah. Was was God blessed me with another amazing boss at ADP, mm-hmm. and I was getting to do the same exact thing, obviously on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. And I really loved my boss, who, by the way, I still keep in touch with. Her name is Anna Barrera. She lives in San Dimas, California. Love her. I like literally dreaded my whole entire week because I was going to have to go like Monday and put my two weeks notice yeah. in. Oh man. So put my, you know, to work yeah. Monday, Ryan was like, I guess I'll take Greg in by myself. I'm like, you're going to have to, like, I can't be like, Oh, by the way, Anna, two weeks, two weeks notice, notice, but I got to take my I kid to the doctor. Oh. Yeah. And she was fine with that. She would have been fine with it. She right. would have like been like, go. Wow. Well, while she put my two weeks notice in, she wants me to train two new people. I'm like literally in this room with the two new people we had just hired to start training them. And I get the phone call. And Ryan's crying. Oh, man. And I'm like, you know, you just like, oh, my gosh, what happened? Because I was not even thinking. Like, I was not thinking it was going to be bad. Yeah. Like, not. I was thinking, we're going to have to change our whole entire life because my kid's allergic to everything. diet. Yeah. 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 Like, I... I was like, man, I can't even, even, that's going to be expensive. Like if anybody's ever looked for gluten-free stuff in the store, it's like, I feel like it's not, this is an exaggeration, obviously, but I feel like it's like 10 times more the price. It is. I would agree. Like you're supposed to be healthy, but they make it expensive. Yeah. yeah. It's it's another soapbox that I would like go downhill on big time. Um, So... (laughs) He's crying. He can't even get out the words to, all he did was say, Cause I'm like, you haven't even been in there for five. Like her appointment was legitimately five minutes ago. Yeah. And he said, it's, it's, it's a mass in her stomach. Um, like this is all that he's saying. Dr. Kappas just kissed her forehead and said, she's going to be okay. And I'm like, I'm I'm gathering every word. Everything happened within seriously 30 minutes. Wow. Um, it probably felt like 30 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm also not, I'm having to fill in the gaps, right? Yeah. Like I'm having Since to. Since you're not there. Yeah. So we had the uh, our appointment at Children's Hospital Georgia like the very next day. Dr. Kappas legitimately was like, so this is a mess and um, we need to go to Children's Hospital of Georgia. Uh, I've already, he's, in hindsight, he's good friends with one of the surgeons there, Dr. Walters. Okay. Um. And they work as a team. We got assigned to Dr. Pipkin, who we absolutely Love, obviously, everybody knows that. So that night was kind of weird feeling because you yeah. kind of don't know what's about to happen. Yeah. Right? And so everybody went to bed. I was still up. I'm kind of like the n- night owl in our group. Everybody's in bed. And I just remember this whole, like the Holy, it was the Holy Spirit. I've never felt this before. I've grown up in church. I've was saved at a young age, but yeah. I have never in my whole adult life felt this feeling. Mm. And I got on the last stair to our staircase and started praying. And I was like, I do mm. not need a doctor to tell me 
that 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 is cancer. Mm. I know it is. You just within the hours, like God just kept speaking to me and going, it, it is bad. It's it's probably cancer. Like right. it it is. So that was the only time I cried. Mm. I prayed the most. I don't know. I'll probably never ever say this ever again. But I was like, if you're gonna take my daughter, then you're going to make it for your glory. You're going to use us. She's a gift to us. If you take her back, I was kind of giving him an ultimatum now that I'm like looking back on it. (laughs) You will. I was like, you're going to make it for your glory. You're going to grow your kingdom. Mm -hmm. She's going to be, you know, even at her young age, she's going to continuously be a testimony. You will make it for your glory if you take her. Mm. Um, I don't know how bad it's going to be. I don't know how long we're going to have with her, but I just kept praying it over and over again. And I got up, and that was the last time I cried about Reagan's situation. Yeah. And that is still today. Still today. That is. Now, parenting her. I'm holding it together. I know, right? But um, so we went to the surgeon's office, and uh, it was another two minutes um, before he was just like, yeah, so like 90% of masses in kids this age are cancerous. So here's what we're going to do, because if anybody knows Dr. Pipkin, like he's just like that. He's like, all right. I mean, he's very confident. Like, yeah, 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 like he's a very confident man. This is the kind you like right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like he doesn't Ready even to. give you like a second. It, I yeah. mean, he even stood up for my mom because so my grandma had breast cancer mm-hmm. and she had a recurrence and she ended up taking her life. And my mom was like the matriarch, you mm-hmm. know, like this is how we will all eat from now on. I mean, like our whole entire family, not just like, yeah. you know, and my grandma was diabetic too. So she was like super straight. Anyway, she was like the size to went to all the appointments was, you know, the advocate for my grandma. And so my mom's like, okay, me and dad are going to go with you, you guys tomorrow to this appointment. Yeah. Um, just in case, because y'all probably won't hear anything past what they're going to say and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, okay. And so Dr. Pipkin comes in and he's <laughs> like, you know, cancer, blah, blah, blah. And my mom's like, oh, she gets like in a corner <laughs> oh, no. and starts bawling oh. so loudly that now I can't hear. <laughs> and I'm like, dad, get her out of here. You know? (laughs) And so Dr. Pipkin like walks out like maybe two minutes later and he's like, well, see, that's awesome. That's like the kind of doctor you want. And he like comes back and he's like, you need to be nice to your mom. (laughs) So we went straight into a ultrasound where, by the way, surgeon is like standing there looking at the ultrasound with us. Like, I'm like, this guy's amazing. Like, what? He can read and, you know, like he's not sending somebody else in there to do it. He's not like, well, let's see what they have to say and blah, blah. You know, like, I mean, like, he's like, he's like, straight ahead. Here we go. Here we go, guys. You know, he's like the conductor on the train. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I'm like, is that (laughs) her organ? Yeah. And they're like, no, that's the tumor. Oh, wow. I'm like, Okay. Like there was no kidney. <laughs> I mean, what you would expect right. kind of to see, not that I'm right. I'm, a, I'm a obviously not a person that can read ultrasounds, sure. sonographer or isn't but that what they're called. But yeah, you still can somewhat picture things. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, so from there we go to a CAT scan. Anyways, he's so just, he had us admitted by 2.30. Her appointment was at what, 8.15, 8.30. Wow. And was like, we're doing this tomorrow. That has to come out. Mm. 
Wow. So one day, next day, it's boom, boom. straight head first dive. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. Which That's I guess there's positives and negatives to it when, you know, in your mental state, positive yeah. is, wow, they're getting, they're getting going on this and you don't have time for your brain to wander and things. And I think that's, I think that's God's provision in that. Absolutely. Because I mean, like I remember sitting, um, in kids, peds radiology and thinking to myself, like, I don't know how bad this is. I mean, you're my experience with cancer. We also had a family that their kid had passed away. Sure. Um, some of Ryan, our family's pretty big and we're all really, really close. And so some of Ryan's cousins, one of, they call her the six bell sister because she's that close to all five sisters and their, their oldest had passed away from a brain tumor. Mm. So our outlook to cancer had always been negative. You know, it's like, this is a death sentence. Right. 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 And so I'm like, I do not know how bad this is. Obviously I don't know how bad this is. But whatever it is, like we're going, like if they need to take X amount of things from her to make sure that this does not happen to right. anybody else, right, right, right. like that's what we're going to consent to. Mm. Like they, if they need to use that for a study or if they need to do this or if they need to, yes. Like wow. do we sign somewhere where it's like yes to all, Yeah, you know, so that we right. don't have to sign 50 million things. But wow. I remember sitting there during that CT scan going, whoa, please don't send me home today. Uh, you know, because yeah. like, are they going to have to have a day to read this? Like, I can't go home. You don't want to sit on that. Yeah. I'm like, I can't go home when there's like nothing happening around you or nebulous. anything. Yeah. And so that's when, when we got done with that, he was like, yes, yeah, so we're admitting today. Like, this needs to come out tomorrow. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, but we have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't come here we didn't, thinking. We didn't know this was going to happen. We didn't think that this was going to happen. So that was the only the negative thing. Like, that could be fixed, right? So, wow. yeah, t- um, that was about 2.30. So we sat in there, and I just remember I legitimately slept in a um, hospital crib with my kid that night. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> No, like balled up. I don't even know how we even fit. Hey, yeah. Right. I mean, you're going to do what With you want. With all wanna, her court, you know. Yeah, like you're going to do what you're going to do yeah. when it comes to your child. But I did. I slept in that. And we got up the next morning and we did it. Man. Wow. We did the surgery. He was like, I have to make her incision, like, you know, big enough for my hands to fit in. I'm like, I don't care if you have to cut her in half. Get like, that thing out. Get that thing out of there. Wow. And let's just, you know, he's like, but her incision. I'm like, I don't really care. Like that, that is like something we can talk about later. Yeah, to her like testimony. Yes, yeah. right. You know, so he was. A, I don't. I'll, I obviously do not remember like how many hours. It was obviously lengthy. Yeah, um, it, but lengthy. it ended up having a little bit more blood supply. So vessels to a tumor, they start feeding them. I mean, it's just it takes over, and so it had a little bit more blood supply that they had to go in and you know, surgically make sure that she wasn't going to bleed out and right. bleed to death too. So while getting it out, but honestly, y'all, I don't even know how he fit his hands in there to secure, because also what you try to f- not do is rupture the capsule that the tumor is actually sitting Attached in. To. And in hindsight, Reagan's had already like started getting there on its own because it will naturally bust if it just gets too big. And so it was like right on one of her main blood vessels, like literally touching it i wasn't prepared for this so um when i talk about god's hands i I sometimes i'm physically talking about like him holding you know like if you can ever picture that him actually putting his hands i can just see that yeah happening like 
how this 20 month old's tiny little body and this incision that has now grown with her, obviously, right? I mean, it's still kind of the same incision, but I mean, it feels like it's stretching. I think that's her body grows. But I'm like, how did you get two grown man hands down in there? Or one? I don't care. Just one. Oh, man. I was not prepared for this, I'll be honest. This kind of stuff just wrecks me. And when I talk about it, so we're fortunate enough that we get to share her story a lot. When I talk about it, I don't always remember the last time I talked about it and about mm-hmm. how, how that the, the day is kind of set in tone because I have to talk about it again. Yeah. yeah. So I don't always remember like, eh, kind of opens up a little bit of <laughs> yeah. wow. you going backwards a little bit and thinking oh, about all gosh. of those things that happened, but it's okay. I mean, that's part of feel like of um, our acceptance mm-hmm. to exact. I mean, we've lived it for three years, but it's still a thing that we have to, live with every day yeah. i mean so um come to find out i'll kind of fast forward a little bit because every day was kind of slow on tumors obviously you have to do pathology report uh we waited two weeks most common form of kidney cancer in kids is called whelms oh. some whelms patients don't even have to have chemotherapy it's legitimately like they resect the tumor meaning they take they take it out and they're good to go on about their happy business as mm. long as they're recovering from their surgery and stuff like that. Sure. So if you have to have one, which you don't, obviously, but yeah. if you have to have one, they're like, yeah, it's kind of like you don't have to have any chemotherapy, any more damaging things happen into your body. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like, you know, best case scenario. Yeah. Well, they called, I think maybe like a week into that. And we're like, yeah, so it's not Wilms. Ugh. And me being the investigator that I am. Oh, no. <laughs> like, no. I had more. already been there. Yeah. Kidney cancers and kids. I'm like, what is this going to lead to? And was just like, I remember that was kind of my breaking point. I told Ryan, I was like, nothing's good from here. Mm. Do you know what? I'm, none of them are good yeah. from here. Right. Um. And yeah, so we got the call a week later and it was clear cell sarcoma of the kidney. That's Reagan's formal diagnosis, clear cell sarcoma of the kidney. It is so rare in the fact that 20 to 25 kids are diagnosed in a year Wow! Mm. with that form of cancer. That's very rare. Yeah. So she is a biological study through what our hospital participates in. Thankfully, we have this program. It's called the Children's Oncology Group. Mm-hmm. That is the federal side to research. And I'll do my little plug here on uh, children's childhood cancer awareness. Do it. 4% of federal funding goes to our kids. So for every dollar that gets funded for cancer research, four pennies pennies get set aside for the kids. Mm. Are you serious? I'm serious. So what do we, and I'll, I guess I'll ask you that question after we get off air. But like, so if you ever Google um, childhood cancer awareness or childhood cancer research or anything like that, you will find a lot of private institutions. Yeah. And it's because people are sick and tired. It's these parents, which is unfortunate, yeah. um, but it's these parents that have gone and said, we're tired of our kids. Like, Not getting you know, a couple of, you know, a couple of families have, you know, with particular cancers, they have had no research in the past 
or at least no new developments in the past 10 sure. years. Which is crazy. We live in 2020. Right. All I'm saying. <laughs> right. There, there, sh- there's there no should be something. That. We have people that can code and yeah. like data mine. Like there's nobody's business and you can't. There's no reason that should be taking place. Yeah, you can't at least look yeah. into. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we're not designating the right number of researchers. Like this is hard for me to believe. Like yeah. in yeah. the quality of human beings yeah. that walk around in this country like right. we cannot find yeah and that and that's it's ridiculous as four percent but when it comes to the awareness of childhood cancer i think for just the normal person on the street uh when you think about cancer like until reagan mm-hmm. i i didn't think about kids getting cancer yeah i i uh, yeah, that's why the awareness of it is so that's important because yeah. that's where the change comes from. Right, right. That's yes, it's the awareness. Of yes. It. So I'm going to throw you another little statistic. It's the number one killer combined with asthma and diabetes of our children. Yeah, God, crazy. Combine so you combine the diabetic kids and the asthma kids, and you still pretty much get cancer. Is the number one killer for kids? For kids, yes, yeah, like 100, <laughs> one out of. 285 kids every so like one out of every 285 oh my gosh is diagnosed i'm not gonna have kids and then to make it even worse 95 percent of the survivors have at least one chronic illness so they're having to not only fight the cancer then they gotta fight the illness but then they have a lifetime effect long-term effect yeah. of their cancer treatments that saved Probably. their lives. And I'm gonna really going to put something solidifying to you guys like this. So, you know, y'all know how social media works. I mean, it loves to track you by what you like and what you're involved in. This is true. I mean, this is very, 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 very scary. Like I'll talk about yes. something in a text message and then it pops you know, up so on I'm, your social media. Yeah. And the feed is like, this is a sponsored ad. I'm like, that is creepy. Yeah. Like right terrifying. now, because Columbia County Ballet, where Reagan takes ballet, they're they're going to do like a in in a studio show, like live stream of the Nutcracker. So they're mm-hmm. still going to do it. Oh, good. And so yeah. like that is kind of going on. And so I've you know that has been talked about. But also Ryan like mentioned like we need a Nutcracker at our door because Reagan loves the Nutcrackers, <laughs> and I'm like no. It was an ad. an ad for Nutcracker. Yes. <laughs> Happened to me the other day. Terrifying. Yeah. So. With all of that, it has linked all of our cancer families together. Really? That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Because now, we, you know, there's a page it was, Victory for Reagan. Now we obviously have the Victorious Reagan and Friends um, yeah. Facebook page. Um, so it's linked all of our fam- uh, families together. And so you see all these other parents and families and stuff like that and other kids. And one mom, y'all, this is, brace yourselves for this thought. Oh. This is the, I mean, she wrote like this really long post. Her, her child had just passed away from cancer mm. and she says while other or while other people are thinking about my grieving of my son passing all I can think about is that he is healed and has a new body and has been set free uh. and the families that are the survivors that will continue to live day to day wondering if their cancer will come back and what unhealthy next thing will they have to face with their child so where she was praising god for the new body that her kid just received she's thinking about the families that are dealing yeah they're still dealing yeah that's that's the heart wow well and i I guess this kind of gives us an opportunity um real quick to 
because we also want to push your foundation yeah. or, or, or maybe more specifically Reagan's. Um, but <laughs> this will be her legacy. <laughs> I mean, you know, and so more, we want to give you an opportunity to share a little bit about that. And then before you close out on it, I want you to share um, how people can get involved because I've seen the pink or the yellow flamingos or the, excuse me, gold, gold. flamingos, gold. excuse me. Got this. Okay. I've seen those in the signs and I've wondered, like, what is that? And then when he told me it was Reagan's thing, I was like, no way. Mm -hmm. Really? So uh, share a little bit about that and how people can get involved because I want to know personally. So we obviously have the social media pages. Okay. Um, we have a website now that's being, you know, it's finally being built. It's very simple because we don't want to overwhelm people with, you know, we just want you to, to know that the awareness needs to be there for our community. Right. And it takes a community, our church, Seriously, when we would not have been able to probably make it. I sat many times in our clinic, and this is how mm -hmm. Victorious Reagan and Friends was born, was we sat in our clinic, and I was like, this is a mission field. Yeah, it is. These parents are walking out of this, these rooms. I'm seeing them. That's, everybody's track is not like Reagan's, where you get to sit in, a, in an inpatient room where you get told. There are leukemia kids that as soon as you make a diagnosis, you start chemotherapy. Mm. You wow. don't wait for two weeks to get a pathology report so that you know the path that you have to go on. I mean, it's like your child has cancer, it's leukemia, here's what we're doing, you don't get to go home. So wow. that is happening sometimes in an in a clinic setting and not necessarily in the ER. Yeah. So, I mean, you're seeing these parents, and it's like deer in the headlights, and I don't know how any one of them do it without knowing Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Yeah. Because that whole thing that our preachers, y'all, we grew up in church, that they say, you know, he carries you through the storm and you're singing those songs, that is legit. Was, I have yeah, never true. in my whole entire life felt more closer mm. to my personal Lord and Savior than when I was headed into that journey. Oh, in the valley is where you find your vision. That's right. And, like, I'm grabbing for that. Yeah. He's healed Reagan, obviously, but I'm like, where, where, <laughs> can you come pick me back up yeah. and, and make me, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. can, can we just be like that again? God picked us obviously to be Reagan's mom, but mom and dad, sorry, Reagan, let me, all right, Ryan, let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me fill you in. But he also used that as a blessing in our lives. That's right. People don't get to experience what life is supposed to be like on this earth until it's too late mm. and they go wow. and they're standing before the judgment seat going oh that's what i was supposed yeah. to you know so we get to see and live life moment by moment like what it's supposed to be mm. but that's just like that's a testament of, to your your faith in jesus right because we were just talking about this before this before we started that's right when we're blessed we are to bless others yeah and you and ryan are so in tune with that and your faith that you immediately, no thought, hey, yeah. this is what we need to do. Yeah, I remember, like, literally, my kids running around. They called her the, the tornado in clinic. <laughs> Felt really bad because she was getting the same chemotherapy sometimes that another kid was getting. And that kid was not doing so good. Mm. Showing us what they had for breakfast if they got breakfast. And Reagan's, like, running through her to puke. Where we're, like... <laughs> You know, growing, <laughs> and she's still going. Yeah. Um. And so there, the clinic is sit setting. Thankfully, Doctor McDonough knew us so well that because technically, 
part of Reagan's chemotherapy was supposed to be inpatient. Like she was supposed to yeah. get that chemotherapy, but our doctors are so in tune to us. And thank you, Pam Favreau for, uh, being like, we can handle it in outpatient clinic <laughs> so that we didn't have to live in inpatient. Um, that's where Victoria's Reagan and friends was born. I, while she's running around seeing the heart for other people, I'm just like, you have to do something. Yeah. It was the, like seeing that period. heart. Yep. Yeah. No question. Like, there is no question right now about like God set us on this path. This is, this is it. This is the mission field that we have to work in. And if anybody right. knows me, <laughs> I'm like not the first one to be like, yes, I'll go, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, please don't call on me. Please don't call on me. Please don't call on me. Like, like that kid is, in the back of the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh gosh. But this seems Jamie, like the can you pray? No. Like, what am I going to say? No. I mean, that's but the, I'm like, please don't. Play. Yeah. This seems like the opposite, though. Exactly. It seems like you were like, no, this is it. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's God's providence. It is. And, mm -hmm. and everything is like, you know what I have? Maybe I felt like the kid in the back of the classroom, but you see this, and it was like the birth of passion. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. Because if anything, it will at least allow us to love on these families. That's right. And that's the only thing that we can do in our show human bodies Jesus. to show right. Christ is like our servanthood, or, you know, our services to other, absolutely. to other families. Oh man! And how to be a servant. Um, for others and just love on others and hopefully you know maybe that you know if we change if we get one family to come to church to that, it doesn't even have to be to west acres like it can That's be right. to That's i don't right. know pick one i mean then we've done then the, we've done our duty the number is not what you're going for it's the the spiritual state that's mm -hmm. right and so then with that as we kind of conclude how do others get involved because i i want to know how how can james get involved because honestly, well, we always need volunteers. Okay. Um. So we have we have a great board. Um, <laughs> Richard is usually like we're doing this. Um. So he mm -hmm. is a big role model in our community. He has a football team. He has baseball kids that he coaches, and so he's all about doing those kind of things. Mm -hmm. We also come from a sports family. Yeah. So sports are kind of like our only way, way to do it, yeah. get our community kind of involved. And so we have baseball tournaments, and this is still a fairly young right. foundation, so we're forging the way. So we have baseball tournaments. We have a golf tournament coming up. Unfortunately, our first one was canceled. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I'm not even going to say the other no. reason. No, we're not even going to say that word. <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to do that in the spring. But okay. to just get involved is just to look, like help us build the awareness, help us in our community, bring attention to childhood cancer, and not okay. only that, but to our hospital. Because mm -hmm. I never want people to forget that those doctors and those nurses down there truly love our kids. Yeah. They do. They want them. They act like, listen, Reagan calls it my hospital. She gets mad when Jacob has an appointment there. She's like, no, this is my hospital. That's how they make her feel. That's, I mean, that's the impact. What hospital is it specifically? This is Children's Hospital of Georgia. Is this, is this in Augusta? It's in Augusta. Yeah. And okay. a lot that right there is why we need to bring the awareness. I mean, I honestly didn't know. Listen, y'all, I met a family. They grew up here in Augusta. And his, his child this is unrelated to cancer. She was born and her, and her intestines were just like, mm. and that's not good. So they were like, we're going to have to transport to Children's Hospital Georgia. 
And her dad was like, where is that? Mm. He grew up here. Uh, see, and that, I, I agree that's an issue because. So I, mean, I, I want those doctors. They, they deserve to be. And they're also yeah. walking testimonies. Mm. Met some believers they, down there. There are some believers down there. You I'm got Pam, about. who is the number one West Acres woo, yeah. advocate down there in that outpatient clinic. Yeah. I hear, I used to see here, like, we have fall festival going on down. <laughs> and I'm like, get them, Pam. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, Sick like, em. she's in there, like, accessing again. Oh, we have our fall festival. What are y'all doing? You know, That's awesome. I'm like, tell them about it, Pam. <laughs> So oh, that is that's exciting. So we are always collecting snacks for our patient okay. clinic. S- snacks, things um, like that. Yeah. yeah. So not to put more on Pam, she's probably going to kill me, y'all. <laughs> but she's there all the time, so she okay. knows what is truly needed at the time that it is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and suckers, things that people don't think about is some sure. some of those kids, the high schooler kids, especially the ones that are older. They're obviously more in tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about how nasty the chemo tastes I've heard and, that. and their salines and stuff like that. So just giving them suckers. Yeah. Something worth, yeah. And waters and juices and talking about some of those kids are down there for two and three hours and they need a snack. Mm-hmm. So now here's the, the plug then. So if people want to get involved, how can they get in contact? So if you go to any of our social media pages, so okay. we have an Instagram, okay. VRF Foundation. Okay. Um, and then you can just type in your search bar also on Facebook, Victorious Reagan and Friends, okay. and follow us there, please, because we and try that's to just, the best way we, to stay connected. Yeah, we try to put as much information. Um, also, y'all can call me. Y'all can get in touch okay. with me. I mean, if somebody wants to call church office, be like, what's Jamie's phone number? If you or just ask anybody. We'll hook you up. Call, text. Yeah, I mean, we will take, at this point, we'll take whatever you're willing to do to get involved with us to help Good. build build it up and build, build that awareness in our community. Absolutely. Then we're going to, we'll find a way. Well, there's the plug. That's what we, that's what I really wanted to know is how can people. Oh, and you can go to victoriousreaganandfriends.org. Dot org. Spelled okay. all the way out. The and spelled is spelled all the way out. Dot org. We're good. Because that, that's the heart right there is at the end of the day, we want to get people involved make people aware um, and allow people to be Jesus in this as well as y'all are being the front leaders in that of that. And so that's the heart. Cause I was curious, you know, I was going to ask Jesse eventually like, Hey, how do I get involved? Yeah. I've seen flamingos. So what do I, cause I live off of Hereford farm and now I pass two houses every time I go and I see flamingos. I'm like, okay, what is, What's going on with the the gold flamingos? <laughs> that just kind of like happened. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on? But it attracts the attention, so it's working. It well, we didn't want to be. We wanted to stand out a little bit. Uh, oh, well. and I was like, what can we do to just be like, bam? Well, my gold ADD flamingos. went. Gold hey, <laughs> what is that? And so it's working, but. But why flamingos? Tell James. Yeah, I want to know that before. Reagan loves flamingos. Okay, well that's good. Like that's her, my mine too, and I know Allison. Oh yeah. So we love flamingos. I love flamingos. Reagan obviously got her love for flamingos for me. Her first birthday was a flamingo, and (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh. (laughs) So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is kind of related back to her. If somebody asks why flamingos, I mean, we kind of have a reason why flamingos. Yeah. Not just because well. You're asking about them. So there's the point, you know. It works. That's right. Yeah. And you can, um, by the way, we did that for Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Okay. But in our lives, childhood cancer is all year. So Mm. anybody that wants to put out the flamingos, just let me know. We had some casualties. One one got completely (laughs) just taken. 
So. Oh wow. Yeah, if not in anybody's house. It was in a storefront. Some what? some of our good friends um, own uh, vintage Southern accent by Belks, and so Melissa was like, oh, "I'm putting those wingos out in the store," you know. And we're like, "Okay," and we come back. And I'm like, "One's gone," oh, and I'm no. like, "I guarantee you." Like some teenager thought it was hilarious to have a gold flamingo, and honestly, whatever. But yeah. we did. That's how we suffered some casualties. And then, who would have ever thought that gold flamingos would have sold out? Yeah. Not me. They did. That's crazy. So we had to buy green. So if you want one, you get them and they chipped. (laughs) Paint them. They chipped. Oh my gosh. So we do have some that survived. So if you want to put the gold flamingos out, let me know. Good. Sign me up. Let's get an update on Reagan because I know some people are going to be like, what? We do need to. We need an update on Reagan. So every I don't. Well, for I'll I'll just update. Based on some people may not know that her, we thought her cancer had come back this summer. I remember that, mm-hmm. uh, which was a pretty scary situation. I will tell you, as you heard me talk about the first time, I won't even say what the second time was because you'll be like, <laughs> "That's a 180 from the way you were talking to you know prior." Yeah. Um, but come to find out, she has a more rare tumor than her actual cancerous tumor. That was benign. Okay. And so she's still considered cancer free. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Um, And she went back to her normal schedule of uh, survivorship care. So she's not, she didn't have to increase anything or anything like that. They Mm -hmm. did. They, I think they were like overly cautious considering her history this past time. So they did a bunch of stuff to make sure that we weren't looking at a, yeah. So she is about to be three years cancer free. Mm. We, yeah, we've been, I remember now that I work here and when I heard mm-hmm. that, that was uh, definitely a big prayer of ours. Answer prayer. I mean, I believe in the power of prayer and we're seeing it. You know, we are, we are seeing it. Um, and especially through some of our cancer um, patients that still. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Doug. Doug is a, a great example of that. You all are a great example of that. I think it just goes to show God's hand. Absolutely. And all of it. And literally God's hand, literally as you alluded to. And so. Praise the Lord. Um, wow. Well, I, I enjoy these episodes. I just get to sit back, you know? And listen, yeah. Um, I've, I'm sweating because I felt like I was watching a movie at times. I know. Um, I'm, my hair started standing up a little bit when you're talking about the, the spirit working because I'm t- that closeness to God, there, there's something sweet. Yes. Yeah, and the, I'm reading the Puritans, and the Puritans talk about that, and so it's just like hearing it. It's like hearing it lived out in you. I feel like I'm reading John Owen. Somebody Owen's. you know, just, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh! And so, just praise the Lord. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, praise the Lord. And and what better of a time to have this episode during Thanksgiving? Absolutely, because we're thankful for God's hand, His grace, and His or what He desires to do in Reagan's life and you all's life, because. Yeah. Look at the testimony she's getting to be yeah. a testimony of his grace, his goodness. And so, and as, as well as you all. So I'm, I'm just excited to be part of it. Well, Jesse today was good. Yeah, it was. This is good. Whew. Well, miss Jamie, uh, we're going to have to have you back. Yeah. And we'll, for a, a lighthearted conversation yeah. next time, <laughs> we'll get you. This is our super fan and I'll need yes. another donut. Unfortunately, yeah. you'll have oh, to treat me again. Duh, I will. <laughs> But I this, mean, like, if you're going to have a young coffee with Vern, I feel like I should be like, I mean, what am I going to take as a thank you? I wasn't going to drink Look, coffee today, so this is even man. better. But, um, wow. Well, Jesse, wow. I know. I don't I, even know I what to say. Know. 
It's up. Wow. I know. But um, this is good. You got any final things you want to say? You just keep us in your prayers because like that mom, the other mom stated, you know, we we do live it even though, you know, yeah. Reagan's doing great and stuff. Like, there are things that we struggle with on a daily Constantly basis. Right. Um, always pray for Jacob. Siblings don't have it. He, that makes me want to cry. They don't. They get in the shadows a lot. A lot. We'll be praying. I'm looking forward so, to having him in my yes, youth group. Yes. Um, so always pray for those siblings that are having to go through it as well, because yeah. they still need the the very much the attention, attention that they get from their fam- right. that from their parents. Because you know you're you're developing them, That's and right. that gets ignored. Absolutely. No. Not on purpose. Yeah. yeah. We'll keep those things. Um, yeah, definitely. Be praying. Be praying for the Milford family. For Reagan, Jacob, all of that. And, and for all the people that do struggle through cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even on the, like, as you said, the flip page side, what what goes on in life after. Mm-hmm. And so don't belittle that. We'll continue to pray. I'm thankful for a church that believes in prayer. Me too. And so, well. And thank you all. I have been one. Oh, my gosh. I, y'all, I'll go through this all the day. I know I'm kept it too long. Sorry. No, for all no you're fine. We people, don't care. but. I have been like talking to Ryan, how are we going to thank our church? And I know it seems like really, Jamie, it's been almost three years. And I've literally thought about that so much. And I just like don't want to be put on the spot on my Sunday morning. Like, <laughs> right. you know, please don't call me to the stage. We'll just play this video from, so, the, from the pulpit. Uh, it'll be the sermon for Sunday. Yeah. No. Um, but <laughs> if you can, I mean, like, I just want people to know how thankful we are in that your prayer is the best gift that you mm. can ever give anybody, mm. especially when it comes from the heart and you say, cause I mean, how cliche do we, I'll be praying for it. Exactly. But to literally, but to lit, I mean, when you say that, that's almost like a prayer when you're acknowledging that person, yes. you know, mm-hmm. but to continuously pray for us is the yeah. best gift that anybody can ever give to us. Well, we will. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I look forward to the future to come and having Jacob in the youth group with me. Yes, because mm-hmm. uh, he is. We keep these things on the forefront of our prayers in the youth. Yeah. Um, he is so tired of those children's church songs. Well, come on, brother. He's ready. You get He's me. He's so ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. We, by the way, his nickname is Grandpa Milford. Oh, I'm I'm, always, oh, I'm a granddaddy, so... <laughs> He's you an are. old, he's a very old soul. We'll be best friends. Yeah. Come on, Jay, you can hang out with me but now. still very young in the fact that he's like, slang words are like his thing, you know, still. So I'm like, oh You have to gosh. introduce, are you going to be here Sunday? Yes. Yeah, yeah. find me. I want to meet him. Okay. But uh, Jesse, I love you. I just wanted to tell you that real quick. I don't know why, but I did. Uh, Jamie, we <laughs> love you. I have I enjoyed this. I This is like one of the first real conversations we've ever had. And so... Mm. Well, to the Coffee with Vern folk out there, have a great Thanksgiving and, and take this and pray. Uh, and, and as I told the students at BCM last night and Wednesday night, this Thanksgiving, although it's been an interesting year, yeah, sit back and praise the Lord for all that he has done in your life. Amen. And if you are a believer, guess what? You have all the reason yes. to be happy and thankful. Absolutely. And so until next time, Shabbat Shalom. Go in peace.